These laws help you understand how life works. If you have a deep understanding of these laws, you will no longer be afraid even if you can't see the future. This is so critical. There is a universal intelligence that you can tap into. The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy to access recording and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. In this episode of Thinking Yourself into Exponential Success, we're looking at the destructive thoughts, negative influences, and fears that are communicated from one person to another. This is so critical to be aware of for you and your business, because if you are allowing negative influences and fears into your thinking and you're unaware of it, it will influence how you're making decisions, the risks that you're willing to take, being visible and going for more, everything that's required for scaling your business. So listen in and learn. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm Amira Alvarez and have an amazing day. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Okay, we are still in chapter 15 of Think and Grow Rich in the chapter entitled how to outwit the six ghosts of fear and napoleon hill has outlined a series of self-analysis test questions and we are going through them one at a time we're about halfway through this list oh my god there's a lot of self-analysis test questions are you with me are you enjoying this i hope so because we are only halfway through this list but we're going deep because if you go deep, you get the most out of it. If you just scan, if you just kind of nod your head at it, if you kind of just look it over, but you don't actually think about it, you have to think. If you don't actually think about it and evaluate, analyze yourself, you're never going to move forward. And so that is what we're doing. Now, today's question is one that has been asked in a different way a number of times in this list already. And I'm going to just read it to you and then we'll talk about why that might be. The question is, do you form your own opinions or permit yourself to be influenced by other people? Do you form your own opinions or permit yourself to be influenced by other people? So now why might Hill be asking so many questions about being influenced by other people? Well, it's because this is one of the major ways that we self-sabotage, that we stop ourselves from achieving our goals, our dreams, our big desires. Desire is always calling you forward. It's causative. It's what leads you to your next step. And it will lead you to your next step in the form of an opportunity, in the form of something that you can take advantage of, act on, pursue. And yet, we worry what other people will think about us taking that action. So we hold back and we don't act on it, on these intuitive nudges, on these divine downloads of this intimate knowingness that we get, these ideas. You have an idea, I need to buy that. I need to invest in that. I need to, to go and do that. 
And then you have a thought, well, what would my husband think? Or what would my wife think? Or what would my best friend think about me investing all this money? That just came up in a conversation I had with a client of mine. They're actually both clients of mine, where one woman was saying that her friend, also a client, was like, that's a lot of money to invest in coaching, the the next thing that she wanted to do. And it got in her head. And although she ended up making a good decision for herself, and she made that decision herself, she was being influenced by someone else as well. So you have to think about where you're being influenced by other people versus following the desires that you have. So this comes out because we have a fear of rejection, a fear of being thrown out of the tribe, of not belonging. And it served us for millennium to do what the tribe did. Because if you were thrown out of the tribe, you were eaten by the wolves. So it made sense to do what the tribe did. But now we live in a different day and age. And although you don't want to be friendless or alienate people that you love, sometimes you have to go your own way in pursuit of what's important to you. So when you ask yourself this question, do you form your own opinions? And opinions of what? The world out there, circumstances, what you want to do, what to say, how other people are acting. Do you form your own opinion or do you permit yourself to be influenced by other people? How would you assess that? Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Next up in our list of self-analysis test questions, we have, have you learned how to create a mental state of mind with which you can shield yourself against all discouraging influences. Now, what are discouraging influences? These can be circumstances, the state of the the world, the state of the environment. These can be people, discouraging people. These can also be your own beliefs, your own self-image, the subconscious programming that is running constantly that may be discouraging you from going after what you want, your big business goal or dream. So have you learned how to lock your mind against these discouraging influences? This is super, super important. Now, fundamentally, this is the power of choice. You must choose what you think and what you don't think. So if something is happening outside of you that's discouraging, what is your perspective on it going to be? What is the thought that you're going to have about it? And can you raise your bar on this? Most people think automatically when something quote unquote bad happens that they need to feel a particular way and spin out and go down a rabbit hole for a few hours, half a day, a day or two, a week or two, a month or two, and that delays your good. What if you could shift your attitude and your perspective on outside circumstances, people, and change your response? That's one way to create a mental state of mind with which you can shield yourself against a discouraging influence. Also not caring what other people think. Okay, so half the battle is going forward and doing the thing despite the fear of criticism or the fear of judgment. 
the fear of not looking good, the fear of temporary failure or complete failure, right? Well, it's only complete failure if you quit, but it can look like complete failure. Maybe we should call it big failure, okay? A big mistake. We worry what other people think. What if you didn't care what other people thought? How liberating would that be to you? How freeing that would be, okay? What if you could simply focus on your goal, no matter what else was going on in the world, in your life? What if you understood what temporary failure actually means? It's just a mistake through which you need to grow, a lesson that needs to be learned, And although it's painful at the time, it certainly is without a doubt. If you're persistent, you will succeed. So do you have a mental attitude of persistence? How quickly do you bounce back from temporary failures? These are all the myriad of ways that you can create a mental state of mind with which you can shield yourself against all discouraging influences. A temporary failure is a discouraging influence. How are you going to respond to it? You have the agency here. You get to choose how you respond. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. The next question in this list of self-analysis test questions that Hill puts forth to us is, does your occupation inspire you with faith and hope. Faith and hope. Do you get inspired by your occupation? And are you inspired with faith and hope? Now, faith is the belief in the unseen. Now, so is fear. Fear is belief in the unseen as well. But faith is belief in a positive outcome in the unseen, right? You haven't seen the the outcome yet. You're moving forward in faith. You're saying, I'm going to do this thing, act in a particular way, believe a certain thing, because I have faith in what I expect to have happen. And it's a positive expectation. Fear is a negative expectation. Fear and faith both have something in common. It's the belief in something that has not yet occurred. So does your occupation inspire you with faith or inspire you with fear? Are you hopeful? Are you expectant? Now, hope is not a strategy, but we all as human beings need hope. Without hope, the engine doesn't start. We're we're stillborn. We need hope to get that engine going to start the momentum. So do you feel like you're swimming upstream in your occupation? Or do you, let me pause there for a moment. Many people at the beginning of their business feel like they're swimming upstream because there's just so much that needs to be done to get a business off the ground. But you love what you do, that's fine. But if you are trying to do something that you are not inspired by, that just seems like a good idea or someone else's good idea or practical or reasonable, or it seems like the thing that you should be doing first, I want you to really look at that because what you do, whether it's your own business or you're working for someone else, needs to inspire you and fill you with faith and hope. If it doesn't, that is a sign that you need to look at what's holding you back 
from making the move to something that would inspire your faith and your hope? Why would you, quite frankly, waste this one life that you have doing something that doesn't inspire you? And if you are in that situation, recognize that it's because of fear and go back and reread this entire chapter, how to outwit the six ghosts of fear or listen to the recordings from this chapter again. It's super important. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Next up in our self-analysis test questions is this question. Are you conscious of possessing spiritual forces of sufficient power to enable you to keep your mind free from all forms of fear? So let's break this down. Are you aware? No. Are you conscious of? Well, conscious and awareness are, are one and the same thing. So are you conscious of possessing? You have this in your possession, in your abilities, in your framework, in you innately the spiritual forces of sufficient power to enable you to keep your mind free from all forms of fear. This is inside of each and every one of us, this divine power to understand how to keep your mind free from all forms of fear. This is faith. This is faith. Now go back to the chapter on faith. That was a very important chapter. You must understand the universal laws as well. This is one of the things I love, 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 love to teach. When you gain understanding, you move out of ignorance. Ignorance is what causes fear. And so if you have an understanding of the universal laws, the laws that run the universe, they're both spiritual and natural laws You can see them in nature, science has proven them, and you can see them in the spiritual world. These laws help you understand how life works. If you have a deep understanding of these laws, you will no longer be afraid even if you can't see the future. This is so critical. There is a universal intelligence that you can tap into. There is a divine order that you can tap into. However, it takes understanding. It takes moving out of ignorance and into understanding. So if you're interested in learning these, I again invite you to join us at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. And you can find out more information about that on our website at theunstoppablewoman.com summit. We combine building a scalable plan for success for you and your business, the tactical strategies that you need to put together, put in place with the spiritual laws, the universal laws. If you want that integration, I encourage you to join us there. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. We are on the part of the chapter 15, how to outwit the six ghosts of fear, which covers the self-analysis test questions. There are quite a few here. We are going through them one at a time, going deep. This one's pretty self-evident. We're not going to spend a huge amount of time on this. 
let me present it to you. Does your religion help you to keep your own mind positive? So this is often challenging for people because they're brought up in a religion. This is the the religion of their family of origin and they are invested in it. It's how they grew up. It's what they know to be true. It's what they know to be comfortable. And yet some religions propagate fear and that is challenging for going forward in your life and taking risks and being someone who is willing to make mistakes, which is required in business. You have to make decisions and you have to be willing to make mistakes. You will make mistakes as long as you are learning from them and you're rectifying them if they have caused any sort of damage to someone outside of yourself, then all good. But there's a lot of fear mongering in certain religions. And if you're experiencing that, then you have to look at that and go, is this helping me grow and become a person who executes on their divine purpose? Each one of us has a spiritual DNA that says, go for more, more life, live out your spiritual purpose, grow. And yet if we're in fear because of a belief system that propagates fear, a religion that propagates fear, that's very challenging. That's going to stop you in your tracks. So without diminishing the religion that you were brought up with or brought up in, it would be worthy of investigating whether it's still serving you and how attached to it you are and whether you can keep your own mind positive even while participating in it. Now, this is not to say that all religions do that. I'm not implying that. This is just for those of you who might be in such a place. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Mindset Club. So glad you joined me. This is Amira Alvarez and let's get started. We have another question here from the list of self-analysis test questions. And it is this. Do you feel it is your duty to share other people's worries? If so, why? So if you are sharing in other people's worries, you are allowing yourself to be influenced by other people's negativity. There is really no need to be worried about anything. You either can't control something, in which case don't worry about it, or it's something that you can control and you can take action on it. Okay, so worry is not constructive. And if someone is worried, they're in a non-constructive, I'm going to say destructive frame of mind. And if you shared someone's worry, you are putting yourself in a non-constructive frame of mind as well. So why might you do this? Well, fundamentally, it's how you were brought up, right? You were conditioned to be empathetic that way. You were conditioned to show that you cared that way. You were conditioned to simply commiserate with people, that that was what you did to stay part of the tribe and to stay connected. If this is you, if this is landing, then perhaps now is the perfect time to change that behavior pattern. What would happen if you did it differently? How could you still be supportive of someone, care, without sharing their worry, without participating in the worry with them. 
Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. The next question we have for you is, if you believe that birds of a feather flock together, what have you learned about yourself by studying the friends whom you attract? Mm, This is such a good one. So a couple things to add to this question. What if you asked it by saying, what have you learned about yourself by studying the clients whom you attract or the customers whom you attract or the team that you attract? What are you attracting? What is coming into your life? And if you want to do it less on the business side and more on the personal side, what about not just your friends, but your relationships? Maybe you're dating. What are the the men or the women like that you are dating? Okay, who are you attracting? And what does that tell you about you? That's a really interesting question to to answer. See if you can find a pattern there. What pops for you? The other thing to consider here is many of my clients feel like a fish out of water. They don't seem to be attracting the friends that they want. You know, high-powered driven women who also have this personal development side that are going for growth, that have depth, that want intimacy, that are willing to be vulnerable. They're missing that in their lives. They feel like a fish out of water. They're not actually attracting that. And you're going to want to ask that question as well, but in this sort of reverse manner, why might you not be attracting that? Is it a lack of vulnerability? Is it a lack of putting yourself in the right place? This is one of the reasons that I keep mentioning on this podcast, and I'm going to mention it again. Come to the summit, the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. We are doing it in person and virtually, and when you participate, you meet other women who are like-minded, who are committed to their growth and have this spiritual side and want more for themselves. And you'll be with your tribe. What's stopping you from saying yes to something like that? Or, you know, any other event, seminar, program, that puts you in a place where you're meeting people who are actually of tribe, are actually people that you really want to be with that hold you to a higher level and are going for more. Now, if this is the type of person you're already with, that you're already attracting, that is fantastic. Congratulations. If you want to attract even more of that, then what is it that you need to do that will cause that to come into form to be created for you. For the bonus content of this episode, I want to go back to something I mentioned earlier, which is that there is a divine order that you can tap into. And when you understand that order, you step out of ignorance and into understanding. And if you have the understanding, then you have certainty in your life and you can take action. You can have the confidence to take action based on that certainty. And that gives you different results. That gives you the results that you want rather than the results that you don't want. And this is There is a divine order to this. This is how the universe works. This is order is heaven's first law. It is an ordered universe. It's not a random universe. It's not a, it's there's, there's 
there may, it may look like chaos, but that chaos is just from a, a perspective that you have, not the truth of the situation. You change your perspective, you understand what the order is. And that order is so important for you to understand and get the, the big vision on. So that, why? So that you can have the life that you want, that's got less struggle, more ease, that you can grow your business with grace, with ease, that you can become more and do more and live out your potential, that you can express yourself fully in this lifetime and not live a life of regrets. Now, fundamentally, there are spiritual laws that govern how the universe works. These are the same laws that are natural laws, okay? And these, I teach them from a spiritual perspective and how to apply them in your business, but these these laws are taught in science as well. These are natural laws. There are laws to the universe. And when you understand them, you understand how to create the outcomes you want with certainty, whether that's a business outcome or a relationship outcome, whether that's your cash flow, your income, even your happiness. And yet most people are ignorant of these laws or if they understand these laws conceptually, intellectually, they are not putting them to the test. They are not applying them. They're not living them. I know that was me. I was starting to to get a sense of what these things were. I was at the time where I made my big quantum leap and really dug into studying these laws and applying them in my life, stepping out of ignorance and into understanding and application. I was making 138K that year. Now that's not nothing. I'd already crossed the six figure mark. I get that. I get that. But I've helped people apply these laws who were making less than six figures and cross that mark so quickly. Okay. So I was making six figures. And when I applied this, I went from 138 to 700 K in one year. That's a quantum leap guys. And then, you know, I and, and the business have crossed the seven figure mark after that. So I point to the learning of these laws as the the big thing that's made the shift, understanding how the world works so that I could be confident in how I was going about doing things in this world. Otherwise, you're in confusion all the time and you can't make decisions and you don't take action and you don't get the results that you want. So let me give you an example. One of the laws is the law of cause and effect. Okay. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. That's how science says it. Okay. And it's true. It's a hundred percent true all the time, no matter where you are. Okay. So now let's map this to the law of personal responsibility. Let's say you've just, I'm going to make this a very concrete example with what we're just talking about. You're like, Oh, this makes sense. I want to learn these laws. I want to understand these laws and I want to apply these laws. Okay. Well, the best way to get started with this is to come to the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. Hey, well, it turns out the example I'm about to use is happening right now. That wasn't our intention. Our intention was to give you this as an example to encourage you to come, of course, to the summit with some advance notice. But that said, it's happening right now. And if you want to get in on it, we are doing this 
virtually for you and you can still join us this weekend and catch the remainder of the summit Saturday and Sunday. And if you upgrade to VIP, you'll get the full recording of the whole event so you can go back and listen to Friday as well. That said, if you can't make it, still listen to this example because it makes so much sense and I hope it hits home for you. Okay, back to the pre-recorded bonus content. Totally simple, easy way of doing it. We're doing it virtually and we're doing it in person May 14th, 15th, and 16th. Okay, and you can look at the show notes for the link. The link is theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit and you can find find it there, okay? But so the, the law of cause and effect says if you want the effect of understanding the laws and being able to apply the laws, you have to put a new cause into effect because currently you don't have that result, that effect. Well, what's the new cause? The new cause is coming to the summit. That's where you're going to learn them. That's where you're going to be introduced to them and how to apply them. Okay. So it requires that you take personal responsibility for getting the education that you need, getting the information that you need. And what does that look like? That looks like buying a ticket. Now, some people go into a huge amount of chaos around that, confusion around that. They think, should I buy the ticket? Should I not buy the ticket? Is it worth it? Is it not worth it? Is it value? Is it not value? Oh my God, I have to spend money to go learn this. And you go into fear. You must use the law of sacrifice at that moment. You have to sacrifice your habitual ways of making buying decisions and step into being a higher level in terms of consciousness person and make a decision, a buying decision from the place you want to be, not the place that you are now. Where you are now is someone who's confused and not getting the results that she wants at whatever level you're at. You could be making $2,000 a month, you could be making $10,000 a month, $20,000, $84,000, you know, $200,000 a month and still have areas where you're confused and making confused buying decisions. You need to sacrifice that and, and apply the law of cause and effect and the law of personal responsibility. That's how they all work together. So what do you need to sacrifice? You need to sacrifice your fear, your lack of understanding, your ignorance, your, your risk aversion, your lack of confidence in yourself to apply what you learn, all of that has to be sacrificed in order to get the effect you want, which is a clear understanding of the laws and how to apply them, which is going to require that you put a new cause into effect, which is buying the ticket. Thank you so much for joining us and for being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. This special series is a part of our Morning Mindset Club and comes to you here on the podcast every Saturday morning. If you'd like to join the Morning Mindset Club at no charge, you won't have to wait a whole week and can listen to this series in short daily snippets every morning. Plus, you'll get a quick implementation practice and mastery check-in to go along with it. You can find the Morning Mindset Club info in the show notes below or just head over to theunstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. And as always, please share this podcast with two or three women who are ready for exponential growth and exponential wealth. And if you're game, we always appreciate a review on iTunes that really helps us reach and elevate more women. 
Thanks so much and be unstoppable.